five years covering the comic book marketplace, if I can go back in time, this is what I would have invested everything in. Well, I know what I wouldn't have invested in, but looking at number 10 on the list, we see what collectors are currently investing in, and they're looking at Strange Adventures issue 205 from 1967, the first appearance of Boston brand Dead Man. The superhero ghost with the ability to possess the living. We're looking at a 5.0 that broke records this week. 430 is what it sold back in 2021, up 7%, now selling for 460. The 4.0 is up 7% when you compare it to the 12 month average, selling for 320, and the 6.0 sold for 579. That's an increase of 8%. I suspect this is more James Gunn spec. However, when I'm looking at the full slate and my recent trip to Emerald City Comic Con, I was not hunting for Dead Man. Hell, I wasn't even hunting for Swamp Thing. I was hunting for Booster Gold. We actually just got done reading Booster Gold issue one, and they got a lot that they can play with within just that first issue alone. I'm interested to see what they do with the television series, and you know that James Gunn is just prepping for some Justice League Dark. A lot of spec happening on Swamp Thing, The Authority, Booster Gold, even Damian Wayne. Hit the subscribe button. Stay tuned. We have more to talk about that in a minute. I think this is the natural next step. The last time we chatted about Dead Man, there was a 9.0 record-breaking sale that landed at $2,275. That was in January. I think this is trickle-down effect and good spec potential. James Gunn has driven a lot of spec towards DC Comics, and we're seeing more and more of a DC presence on the list. But moving on to number nine, we still got some Marvel keys. We're talking Iron Man 55. First appearance of Thanos, Star Fox, known as Eros in this comic book, as well as Drax the Destroyer, who may be seeing his last appearance on screen as soon as Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Not a whole lot of reasons to invest in this book, and it is down from its heights. We actually last chatted about a 9.8 hitting $9,600, and that was the last time we chatted about this book. The record high was $19,200, and that was just last year, and the most recent 9.8 sale was $8,500. There have been 80 more slabs added to the CGC census since we talked about this book just earlier this year. We have four grade points to report on here, a 2.0 selling for $384, 5% above its 12-month average, the 7.5 sold for $10.50, 14% above its 12-month, and then we have two 9.2 sales, first selling for $1,895 and then $1,950, 8% above its 12-month average. We haven't chatted about this since Thanos' death notes. You know, the introduction of the Black Infinity Stone, which is being played out in the ongoing Thor run, which Donny Cates departed from back on issue 28. But hold tight. He is coming back for seemingly a single issue on Thor 32. Hit that like button, comic fam. We need your support. Especially while we look at number eight on the list with Damian Wayne on it again. Batman 6 55, debuting in 2006. Making its way on the hot list for the sixth consecutive week in a row, that's like making the Billboard Top 100, and there have been a ton of sales. We have the variant that had a 9.4 sale hitting $200, 43% above its 12-month average, and then the 9.6 hitting 241, 23% above. And the standard cover did much of the same. The 9.6 sold three different times above the 12-month average, the highest being 170 for an increase of 83%. The 9.8 had eight different sales, all trending above the recent 12 months, the highest being 300, 35% over that 12-month average. 
when we take a look at the census count in which there are a total of 1,954 slabs graded, there have been no increases since last week. Maybe the census hasn't been updated just yet. I have a strong feeling there's a lot more coming, especially when you look at the record high sale of 499 set in May 2020. When you combine the increase of census count and the sheer amount of sales because of how trending this book is, we actually saw a recent sale under the height that we just reported at 226 March this month. This book has a lot of potential. We've never seen a live action Damian Wayne and we've yet to see the Batman Robin father son dynamic. Moving on to number seven on the list, fans are gearing up for the Amazon Prime live action series currently in development. We're talking Spider-Man Noir issue one. This is the third consecutive week that Spider-Man Noir has landed on the Hot 10, for good reason. It's said that it's going to be a grizzled superhero take, 1930s New York version of Spider-Man, not the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Considering that this is going on Amazon with the likeness of Invincible and the boys to compete with, this has got collectors so hyped that they feel like it's a safe bet and the numbers are proving it. Let's start them off with the variant. The 9.6 is selling for 165. That's 32% over its recent 12 month average. And the 9.8 sold for 315. That's 54% over its recent 12 months where it was selling for around $200 all year. The regular cover in a 9.4 sold for $227, 9% above its average. The 9.6 selling for 300, that's 40% above. And then the 9.8 selling for $500, 20% above that average. There's a total of 877 copies on the CGC census and similar to Damian Wayne, zero have been added since last week. We track it for the comic fam, hit the subscribe button. I think that this is a sign that you may wanna wait a little bit because it's gonna be a while till we see any updates on this property. And with an increase in census count, I expect that the supply will meet demand and keep the price soft, at least in the near future. Now I understand why that book is on the list, but what I don't understand is why number six is Amazing Spider-Man 14. The first appearance of the Green Goblin. Ditko goodness, double digit Silver Age Spidey. If I can go back in time, I alluded to this earlier in the show and pick one superhero to invest in, the safest bet with the highest payoff. It has nothing to do with movies or television shows. It's just the classicness of a renowned, beloved superhero, Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. Silver Age Spider-Man keys are always going to be sought after, even though we did see a spike prior to Spider-Man No Way Home, and for good reason. But collectors are always going to want to grab those Spidey keys, and we have a record-breaking sale now to prove it. A CGC 4.5 sold for $4,000 in September of 2022. It's up 11%, now selling for $4,450. We saw a 0.5 copy this past week sell for $577, and that's up when you compare it to the average sales of a complete copy at that grade. And it didn't stop there. An incomplete 1.0 sold for $975, which if you compare that to a 1.0 complete copy, that's the second highest sale it's ever reached at that grade. And we saw a 1.5 complete copy sell for 1100 which is 12% over. Are we going to see Green Goblin anytime soon? Likely not. Collectors don't care. If you had a time machine that could go back five years, which character or series would you have invested in? Let us know in the comments down below as we move on to number five on the list with The Century. Issue number one, the first appearance of Century. We knew casting rumors placed this book on the list months ago looking for an anti-Superman, but Stephen Yen rumors circulating after his involvement was announced in the Thunderbolts movie has propelled this book past the trending list this past week to midway through the Hot 10 this week with an increase of copies sold of 100 
117%. No new slabs added to the census since it hit the trending 10, but we do have a 9.0 record-breaking sale. It sold for $149 back in 2021. It's up 7%, now selling for 160 the 9.4 hit 180, that's 22% over. The 9.6 hit 219, 26% over. And the 9.8 hit 450, that's 19% over. The last GPA sale was $405. The heights this book reached was 659, and that was back in 2021. This book hasn't dropped much. If Stephen Yun is casted as the Century, it'll mark the third comic book character that he's portrayed. He was the voice of Mark for Invincible. He also played as Glenn in The Walking Dead. Now, what other actors have played three different comic book characters? Josh Brolin played Thanos, Cable, and don't forget about Jonah Hex. You've got Oscar Isaac, who played Apocalypse. He was also Moon Knight, and he was the voice to Spider-Man 2099. Let's not forget about Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who portrayed the comedian, as well as Thomas Wayne in Justice League, although briefly still counts. And let's not forget about that baseball back that he took to Glenn Stephen Young's head as Negan. Even more actors have played two comic book characters. Chris Evans played as the Human Torch and Captain America. Tom Hardy played Venom and Bane. Christian Bale as Batman and Gore the God Butcher. Aaron Taylor Johnson, who portrayed Kick-Ass and Quicksilver and soon to make the other list with his slate to portray Kraven. Of course, Ben Affleck was Batman as well and also Daredevil. Let's not forget about another Batman, Michael Keaton, as well as his portrayal as the Vulture. And Michelle Pfeiffer, who played Catwoman alongside him and also Janet Van Dyne. Jared Leto, who portrayed Joker and Morbius. And who can forget Ryan Reynolds, who played Green Lantern and Deadpool. And that brings us to number four on the list with X-Men 266, the first appearance of Gambit. And when reflecting on the last couple of years, so much mutant spec has happened. I mean, we've talked about Hulk 180, 181, New Mutants 98. So many keys being purchased, but seldomly do we talk about Gambit. And this right here has major spec potential, especially when you consider the 30-year nostalgia cycle. Who else grew up watching X-Men the Animated Series? Who else threw playing cards around their house pretending that they were going to explode? Just like we put silverware in our fists trying to be Wolverine, this book did get some love when we had the rumored Channing Tatum movie. It doesn't look like that's happening, but we're almost guaranteed to get some type of gambit in the new MCU. And we have a ton of sales to reflect that. A CGC 8.0 selling for $204, 25% above its 12-month average. The 8.5 is up 6% selling for $176. The 9.0 is up 5% selling for $206. And the 9.4 is up 1% selling for $240. I sit in front of a 9 point eight newsstand copy for a reason this is a book that i do not want to have to hunt for when it inevitably blows up and speaking of blowing up number three on the list we have the first appearance of power girl in all-star comics issue 58 are people just hyped about supergirl being featured in the flash trailer and getting confused i don't necessarily think so especially when you consider the archroom variants the will jack variants hell the Warren Lau variants, clearly there is a giant fandom for Power Girl, and it's showing here with so many prices on the uptick across multiple grade points. The character has a cult following for sure. We have two Sideshow Premium format statues and a one-third scale statue by Prime One Studio. We have a slew of high-performing sales to talk about, starting with a CGC 5.5. It sold for $135, 13% above its 12-month average. We have the 6.0 selling for $103, 8% above. The 6.5, also 8% above, selling for $120. You heard that right. The 5.5 has outpaced some of the higher grades because some collectors don't care. They're hunting for this key appearance. The 7.5 sold for 168, 16% over its recent 12 months. The 8.0 sold for 239. That's 44% over its recent year average. And the 9.2 hit $400, 40% over the last year. 
110% increase in copies sold this week over last. Power Girl currently having a backup story in the pages of Action Comics. A lot going on for that character, as well as number two on the list. We're talking the first appearance of Alec Holland, the second Swamp Thing in Swamp Thing Issue 1. Multiple record-breaking sales. I'm giving away a first appearance of Swampy in House of Secrets 92 at Megacon at the end of the month. Join me on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. I digress because we have an 8.0 to discuss. Last selling just in February for $350, up 15%. Breaking the $400 marker for the first time in comic history. The 8.5 did the same. Sold for $425, up 12%, selling for $477 this past week. Then we have a CGC 7.0 selling for $225, 15% above its 12-month average. Now, there are 11 more slabs added to the census since we talked about this book two weeks ago, making a total of 2,607. Now, many of you have seen the recent 350,000 comic book collection purchase that the guru and I made over this last year. Check out those shorts. We're kind of giving you behind the scenes, but I'll tell you, we wouldn't be able to process these books without the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. Utilize Kotom 101 to unlock a free two-week subscription. You support the show, but you get access to a plethora of comic book data so you can hunt quickly and not miss any keys. Man, that was a fun video, you and Jeff climbing on those boxes and boxes of comic books. We're having a great time, but I know that if we had to open up an overstreet every time we pulled out a random book, we would lose our freaking mind. On to number one on the list, the hottest comic book in the world. We knew this was going to happen when we saw James Gunn respond to a tweet asking which of these 10 characters are currently in development, to which he responded half. And Lobo was on that list, and Lobo was on this list with Omega Men 3 from 1983. And that wasn't the only response James Gunn had, because in the last week, we got another, where someone asked, how much of Chapter 1 Slate did you tell us about? Gunn responded, quote, less than half. And that's all the community needed to hear to jump on the Lobo bandwagon. We have a 6.0 hitting $69. That's up 19%. The 8.5 hit $84, 12% over its recent year average. The 9.0 hit 85, 4% over. The 9.2 hit 130, 35% over. And it didn't stop there. The 9.4 selling for 125, 19% above that year average. The 9.6 selling for 175, 22% up. And then the 9.8 selling for $420, 26% above that year average. Similar to Damien, similar to Spider-Man Noir, similar to Century. No increase in census count week over week, which should provide a slight warning to members because I suspect we're going to see a crap ton of copies added to the census, especially when you consider the total amount currently being 7,999. This book is going to break 8,000 copies graded. Now, even though the CGC 9.8 did hit $420, there was an even more recent sale for $376, just showing that there are still deals out there to be had. That's why you got to watch these videos. That's why you got to have Key Collector, and that's why you guys got to geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Couldn't have said that better myself. Enough said. We got other videos for you to check out. Let me show you my recent comic hunt. I got this. I got that. I got that. I also got these. Got this one. Couldn't pass this one up. I got all these too. And I'm putting them all in the mystery mail call. ComicTom101.com, join the community, support the show, see you soon.